Here's our food for thought for today. You cannot stop the waves, but you can learn to surf. In other words, while you may not be able to change your circumstances, you can change the way you think about it. Hi everyone, welcome to Work in Progress. This is a podcast where we talk candidly about mental wellness and what it means to us. I am your host, Wei Chen, a psychologist with IPS, and today, in line with our theme on self-management, we will be discussing about positive thinking. I'm sure many of us would have heard others telling us, it's okay, look at the bright side, look at the brighter side. But seriously, where exactly is the bright side? How can we go about doing that? And why is it important to our daily lives? Well, positive thinking, in short, is the ability to focus on the good in any given situation. It may seem like it's just a slight tweak to our thinking, but do you know, many studies have shown that continuous practice of positive thinking is directly linked to effective stress management, increased mental resilience, and better psychological and physical health. So don't underestimate the power of this positive thinking. But then the frustrating thing here is, Although many of us are aware of these benefits, we still find it tough to practice positive thinking. And have you ever wondered why? Well, I did, all the time. And that is why I wanted to share with you the top three reasons to what's stopping us from harnessing the power of positive thinking and what can we do about it. First, the reason why we find it hard to think positively is often due to our own negative bias whereby we tend to filter out the positive things and enlarge the negative aspects of a situation. For example, in our performance review session done biannually, many of us or some of us may focus only on the bad things that our supervisor has pointed out and disregard all the good things provided. And this kind of bias naturally promotes many unproductive thoughts about ourselves, like, Oh no, am I that bad? Is my SAC or director unhappy with my performance? Am I really a bad or poor performer? And this list can go on and on. And can you imagine how much this affects our mental well-being? And what can we do about this? So the next time when you encounter this situation, run through your mind again. Ask yourself, is this true? Did the supervisor or my director not mention anything good throughout the session or during your interaction? Really nothing at all? By being objective and covering both the good and the bad, we are actually keeping our negative bias in check. Next, the second common reason why people find hard to think positively would be catastrophizing. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where you started your day on a bad note? perhaps missing a train or a bird sheet landed on you, and you straight away assume that the day was going to be bad and nothing is going to go well. Starting to ring a bell for many of you listening to this, right? (laughs) Well, I guess this is really common. If I could share a little story about myself, you would then see how this thinking is actually not helpful at all. So like many of you here, you probably were pursuing something before you joined ICA. And for me, before I went on to study psychology that led me to where I am now, I was competing a lot as a youth athlete in table tennis. And I still recall those days where I had this irrational routine, like really irrational, where I would stick to 
religiously before every competition, such that making sure not to wear green shirt, not to read books, because books in Chinese, shu, sounds very similar to losing in Chinese. And this got to a point where if I ever touched a book or a green shirt before my competition, my confidence would already go down south and I would have zero expectations towards winning. How absurd, isn't it? <laughs> and this is what we call catastrophic thinking, an inclination to assume the worst. And clearly, having this thinking doesn't help with our situation. At least it didn't help mine. Because winning or losing obviously has nothing to do with what I wear or what I touch. It's likely got to do more with the amount of training I've put in and how well I've studied my opponent. So that sums up a small snapshot of how catastrophic thinking has affected my life. How about you? Can you recall any time in your life where you had such thinking? How about the times when you are being called up for swabbing exercise? either as part of a standard SOP or due to a recent exposure. When you receive the message, what's going through your mind? Are you already assuming the worst? Like, oh my God, am I going to be tested positive? I just called, confirm, confirm going to be tested positive already and what's going to happen to my family? And you can already hear, this is exactly what catastrophizing is about. And we can see how thinking like this causes more unnecessary panic, which affects our mental well-being. But what can we do about this? In these situations, that's when we should remind ourselves to focus on facts and things that are within our control. For instance, we can remind ourselves that swap tests are necessary even for members of the public to prevent community spread. With the awareness that swap tests do not equate to being infected, we can then devote more energy to take concrete steps like having good personal hygiene or taking safety precautions to help defend ourselves and our loved ones against the virus. So by focusing on what we can control and actually doing them, we're all telling ourselves that things are manageable and there is light at the end of the tunnel. Finally, the third common reason that stops us from thinking positively would be personalizing. As humans, we tend to take things personally and overly blame ourselves for things that goes wrong. And this often results in negative feelings of guilt, disappointment, or unhappiness. For instance, let me share the example which many of you here can relate to. So recall the times when you had members of the public displaying hostile attitudes to you? Be it whether you're in services center or the commands. What's going through your mind? Were you thinking that it's your fault? Were you too slow, that's why the person got angry? If you do have these thoughts, you are actually personalizing more than necessary. And to counter these thoughts, we should realize that such events could arise due to external circumstances. We can try thinking to ourselves, hey, is this person having a bad day? It's probably more about them and not really about me. That person probably just needs some time to himself or herself, I guess. So by slowing ourselves down and asking ourselves these questions, we are actually re-evaluating whether we are taking on too much. To sum up what I've shared so far, to harness the power of positive thinking, we need to be mindful of three things. First, are we keeping our negative bias in check? 
such that we cover both the good and the bad and not just enlarging the negative aspects? Next, do we allow ourselves to imagine some light at the end of the tunnel, such that we don't always assume the worst of things? And finally, are we taking on too much load, such that whenever things happen, we feel we are at fault? Being mindful is a good start, but if you constantly find it hard to change your thoughts, such that you always find yourself thinking very negatively, it is very likely that your mind is overly cluttered or you're just too bogged down, just like how computers will slow down when their RAM is filled. When our brain's RAM is running out of space, we will find it increasingly hard to be mindful as well. And in this kind of situation, we can also consider activities like meditation or outdoor exercises to clear up our mind. Being true to my athletic background, my personal favorite is outdoor exercise, where I will make it a point to either swim or cycle every day just so I could take in some fresh air and sunlight. Having this routine is extremely helpful for me because while psychological work is very meaningful, it does take an emotional toll on me. And like what the saying goes, negativity never uplifts anyone and positivity begets positivity. Hence, to better support our every client, all the more we need to have a comprehensive self-care routine to get ourselves back up. And I love how exercising nourishes both my mind and body at the same time and serves as an outlet for me to dispel any form of negativity. Just like how a good meal could uplift our mood instantly, maintaining good health as a form of self-care can also promote positive thoughts and help to combat any curveballs that are thrown in our way. Because the fact is that there won't be many curveballs as there are many circumstances which we cannot change. Just like all the examples that I shared earlier, we can't control the swabbing exercise, we can't control how the traveller wants to behave, but like what our opening food for thought says, we cannot stop the waves, but we can learn to surf. While we cannot change these situations, we can always change the way we think about them, and changing the way we think about them will then affect how we feel about the situation. Don't believe? Try it. For the next one week, I would like to challenge you. Yes, you. Every one of you who is listening here. To say one positive thing to yourself before you start your day. It could be anything like something you have done well or something that you are grateful for. Okay, since I'm the host, uh, I will start first to get the ball rolling. For me, I am very thankful that we are starting on this podcast series because it means that we are no longer just sending out mental wellness infographics and emails which are oftentimes so cold and so distant. Like, you don't even know whether it's a real person sending out those things. But with this, we are projecting more realness in connecting with you through our voices. We heard you, and now you are hearing from us. And that's when we form a deeper bond. And for this bond, I am truly grateful. Finally, summing everything up, overcoming negativity is never easy. But it's okay because we are all work in progress. With that, we have come to the end of our episode on Power of Positive Thoughts. And I hope you are already starting to feel this power within. Thank you for tuning in and we will see you in our next one. Do follow our channel on Spotify and Telegram for more updates. Goodbye and stay safe.